Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. And we're live. Hey, good morning. That's a good snap. I don't know if the mic picked it up, but that's a good sound snap. Cool. Yeah, you did a normal, you did a normal thing today. You didn't try to do some weird voice or something, which is no. That's a. It's a there's a lot of pressure though. It's like, how do I? How you, there's do, no. You know, week after week, and like, what's going to be cool? There's no pressure. Funny, and, no, you know. Forget that. Yeah. Just do what feels right. Yeah. Be true to yourself. <laughs> That's good advice. There's a podcast topic for another time. Be true to yourself. We actually, <laughs> hey, follow your heart. Yeah, we, we and did believe those. in yourself. We actually did those ones. Oh yeah, I think I was gone for that one. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember what it was titled, but silly things that Christians believe or Something say like to that, themselves yeah. or yeah. say to each other. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah, we pretty much ripped on a lot of people that day. So yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a good day. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> That's the hour podcast is all about ripping on people whenever we can. So well, that makes us feel better about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to One Decent Pass. Yeah. Where three guys rip on everybody they can <laughs> think of. One there of us are, does not feel know. like the other two today. No, I feel like crap. And I sound like crap. You and, just said crap. Oh, I feel like caca. Brent, this is I, a Christian <laughs> podcast. Okay. okay. You're Duke. a man. You can say crap. You don't say caca. I feel like dookie. <laughs> I don't know. Not feeling great, but so I was... We're just killing it this morning already. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kind of go down in the history books, this one. <laughs> I was leading it today and asked you guys, do you want me to stay away or come? And you said, come, so I'm here. Well, yeah, you were leading it. We yeah. don't want yeah. to work on ourselves. No, I agree. Yeah, I well, we bad. applaud you for being here. Uh, yeah. Last Thursday, I was clearing my throat the whole time we were doing this because I had this starting... And it's been now nine days. Chad does that every week. What's well, the problem? Yeah, welcome to my life. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I'm not getting better. So hopefully soon. Yeah. It would be nice. You'll be better. Well, see, you got your cough drops lined up I there. Do. You'll be river dancing across Europe before you know it. <laughs> I hope, yeah. Well, I don't know about the river dancing part, but we are apparently going to go to a dinner dance dinner kind of thing where we see the clogging whatever they call that little river dance thing river joy dance. really wanted yeah. to see that so well <laughs> but i'm not going to get up on stage and join them i'll tell you it's that not right an now. audience participation kind of a deal nope i don't want to learn to do that yeah. you kind of just leave your hands to your side yeah. <laughs> just move your legs no, it, <laughs> so like yeah kind i like would say peanuts. that when you, a, when that, a, you know i would say that when a female does it it looks better than when a male does it. <laughs> let's just wow. put it that way yeah wow. You we, see a difference? We are ripping on some people today. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Posture is a little more geared toward female, I think, than yeah. male. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. All right, good. Agreed. I'm going to jump right in because <laughs> I've only got so much. Because I want to go home and get the I've only, I've only got so much voice in me. But uh, <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, yeah, I know you do this already, but um, why do you use quotes? When, from other people when you're doing sermons or maybe when we do this kind of thing. Uh, why, why do we do that? Well, they, they can be helpful. Um, you know, there, there are plenty of people in the world that say things better than I do. I was going to say, right? <laughs> pretty much everyone that I know is smarter than me. Everyone that's come before me is smarter than me. So, like, why, why you know, yeah. what, am I going to invent something new and cool? Yeah, and if you can find 
something yeah. that says it the way it should be said. We're riding on the backs of giants. Let's, yeah. just, let's just go there. So what would be like the, the dangers of, of quoting people? Well, they people. don't always age well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you mean the quote? Well, well, the quote or the person. Or the person. Or the person. You know, like, uh, like I, think, I heard somebody say one time that they, they prefer, I'm going to botch it, they, they prefer quoting dead yeah. theologians because, you know, you kind of know their life and yeah. how they ended. But, you know, if you quote somebody who is still at it, you know, might be a fine quote today, but maybe, you know, five years down the road, something will happen to that person. And, yeah. You know, we've canceled them. and <laughs> Right. You know. Yeah, we don't want to give approval to someone who might be flawed. Which they all are. See, right? that's we, the hard, that, we, that's that's the hard part. Isn't we it? don't want to connect. Well, well, the subjectiveness of what we consider like flawed enough to not refer to that person, right. or what's okay to still refer to that person, is where it gets hazy, right? Right. Because we've all got our lines in different places. Of oh, this is this is shameful. I'm definitely not going to connect myself with this person. Yeah. Or you know what? I know this person said this or did this, but this is legit. Like I'm going to go ahead and connect. So, so it's yeah. yeah. So would there be people that? Um, Maybe at one point we're solid, and now they're no longer solid. That you would still, yeah. I mean, are are they off limits now? We can't quote them, or that's what I think. A lot of this is really about, which we'll probably get into. Yeah, is is like directionally. I think matters, like the direction people are going in. I wrote. I mean, I wrote down C.S. Lewis because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people that will be like, you can't. Like this dude wasn't good in ways, right? (laughs) Right? Um, Like this dude said some bad things, and and he looked at his Bible in some troubling ways and you know what I mean? But directionally, as his life went on, he was directionally like fleshing out his faith and going in the right direction and solidifying his faith and lining up with the, with the Bible. So I think, yeah, it matters which way someone's life is unfolding or their thoughts are unfolding and their faith is unfolding. Cause we, we do see people deconstructing. We see people going backwards. We see people, you know, actually ruining the faith rather than growing into a fullness of it as they go on. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, taking some time matters. I might use quotes sometimes, like the important thing I think is to communicate, this didn't come from me, more so than here's the source of it. And so I might say like, well, one pastor once said, or, you know, somebody said this, and then, you know, if, it, if it's just a really good, yeah. solid quote of somebody who's not so solid yeah. anymore. Then don't you can mention put, their name. Then you can put it at the end <laughs> yeah, of just it. don't mention their name. Michael Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about, this, this even comes up with songs. Um that we sing sometimes you've got like the uh, it is well with my soul solid hymn. the, the guy later in life kind of started to, to say and do some sketchy things so do you just that song is no good anymore or or was it good because at the time you wrote it it was good and no, Brent, just, that song is yeah. good it is yeah i agree but i think we do that with a lot of people we've had some sure. some guys that we've um, admired in the faith sure. teachers pastors that have fallen and uh you know they wrote <laughs> books that were solid they had quotes that were solid do we do we do we just erase that work as yep. though God didn't do those things in that person, or do we you know? And we do this with songwriters too. Well, yeah. they were solid, but now yeah. they're singing songs over here with this group, or they've, yeah. they they did a concert with these guys. So we can't. I mean, it it gets to be for sure um, a lot of work to keep track of. If, if right. you know, well, again, if we, if we're looking for perfect people only, right, that we can like bar, borrow from or quote from, then I I don't have any quotes. Well, you I won't can, have yeah. any songs you can to quote sing. Chad and I. So so like it really has to. <laughs> do with where we draw the lines right and again that is subjective that's something right and, and this is where this discussion i guess needs to be had is because we we need to understand that we have stronger convictions in certain areas than other people yeah 
and other yeah. people do that with it. And so there needs to be a, a level of grace and allowing each other to discern and, and be wise and, and, and go with conscience, right? right? Faith and conscience in what is still okay and what is not okay. Yeah. Some of it's ridiculous. Some of us are just trying to write off everybody. We're like, we're like people that are looking for perfection. And when we find a, any kind of a chink in the armor, it's like, right. you're, you're out. There Can- is a spirit culture of culture yeah. is alive and well. And yeah. Even in the Christian, even in the church. And, and it is, it's, it's a little discouraging. It's ugly, actually. Yeah, yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit more. But what kind of criteria or considerations then do you guys use, if any, when you're quoting somebody? I mean, tr- truth is truth no matter who's saying it. Agreed. Right. right. Um, and, and so that's you know probably the biggest consideration. But but again, for yeah, me, I think I'm, a donkey spoke once. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking yeah. even Paul quoted yeah. um, people that weren't Christians to make his point. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they were no they were known as not you know they they weren't known as Christians. They, they knew yeah. he was quoting philosophers, Greek philosophers, and things. And um, you know I think that the idea that we have to do a background check and and, and research. Yeah. Their past and everything they've said before we can quote them. Yeah, was Paul saying I agree yeah. with everything that these people no. I'm quoting, uh, you know, believed? <clears throat> no, not at all. But, but it's some useful. Of, yes, some of this is on us. Yep. Yeah, you to be responsible, and that we're not endorsing right. somebody I think or that's something. A fear for but us. a lot of this is also on the people listening to make sure that they're, you know, they're doing their homework as well. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, you know, there's there's some quotes out there. Sometimes I, I research the person. I know who they are. Sometimes I just see it and think that's pretty good. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. But I'm going to quote it, and uh, it doesn't mean that we necessarily fully endorse everything right, you believe that. or teach. I've done that before too with, yeah. you know, I see something in my Twitter feed that's like, oh, that, that'll fit in with what I'm preaching and, and I'll even preface it by saying, I don't know who this guy is. It showed up in my feed. Just just so I'm, you know, not coming off as endorsing somebody that I don't yeah. know. So, so sometimes I'll just preface it that way. And be like, here's the what key the guy is just said, to use you know? the quote like it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you don't know. That's <laughs> the other danger of quoting. Yeah, is it? Don't give credit and <laughs> take it for your own, but that's that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Well, and, I, and we can overdo it with quotes too. Um, you know, like I've sat totally. under sermons where it's just quote after totally. quote after quote after quote to the point where it's like there's more you know quotes than there are you know thoughts from yeah. the person delivering the yeah. sermon. And so I don't know you know for you guys, but I always kind of think about okay, maybe this is one too many. <laughs> you know, yeah. we've got one too many here. Yeah. If I if I add one quote my entire sermon, I feel like that's good. Yeah. If I start going over one, it's like, what, you know, what am I doing? Right. I don't know. I tend to remember quotes. That just they've, they've meant something to me. They just really right. they stick. They stick. And, and I think that uh, a well-formed quote can can do the same for somebody else. So I like that in that yeah. sense. But it depends yeah. on the text and what you find. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, um, over the years, we've had people um, either hear us quote somebody or, you know, appear to endorse somebody. And they've come to us and kind of warned us, hey, you know, you might not want to get too, too up close and personal with that. Some people do that more than others. <laughs> that is true, yeah. um, but I think there's something about. I think I think a lot of times it's well-meaning. You know, you know, sure. if if they if you ever hear us quote somebody or teach something or say something that sounds off or that you're curious about, I think that the congregation has a responsibility to come Absolutely. to us and check and, and no, make sure no. that. Yeah. Um, and so you know that that's this has happened recently with somebody that we we quoted, and that came around at the same time that Chad found a uh, a, a tweet by this guy who happens to be somebody I don't always agree with. Uh, Owen Strahan, yeah. I think is his name. Uh, I always want to say Strachan, but I don't think that's correct. But it's way more fun to say. It even, sounds cool. Even with a sore throat. <laughs> uh, anyway, he came up with this basically a grid of theological disagreement. And it was at the same time we were kind of thinking about some of these other things. I thought it was kind of, uh, it's interesting um, what he put together. Um, a little, well, I won't, I, I won't lead you guys because I asked you to tell me what you think of it. But I'm just going to run through this real quick. So, um an example of, you know, when we disagree with each other theologically, these are the categories that he created. So the first one was errant, um, somebody that's in error. 
So basically, he wrote down, your view is biblically plausible, but not right, which is kind of yeah. kind of bold. <laughs> um, he didn't give any examples there, but later he said, uh, baptism, communion, gifts, eschatology, your polity or church yeah. government, um, membership, things like that. So, so your, your view is biblically plausible, but not right. That's errant. Uh, the second one was unsound. Your view has no plausible biblical basis, but he didn't give examples. But uh, the next one was heterodox, which just refers to anything that doesn't conform to orthodoxy. Um, your views, your view nears heresy, and you're disqualified as a teacher. And then the fourth one was heretical, which is your view is anti-gospel and you aren't saved. That so was, he made a distinction between your view is near to heresy and heterodox? Because aren't those the same thing? Uh, I, I wondered. I think you guys <laughs> he's, he's basically, he has two categories For the sake here. of my simple yeah. brain, can we just make it three points instead of four? Maybe, <laughs> maybe even two. Because yeah, yeah. if your view has no plausible <laughs> biblical basis. Well, the whole problem <laughs> yeah. is that we've made it, we've made it two, right? Yeah. I either agree with you fully or you're a heretic, right? <laughs> well, and, yeah, I think that's it. So, so what's good about the grid, if anything, or what would you change? You know, how, how would you form it maybe? Or Yeah, this may, be, this yeah. may be a little too gracious with that many options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I agree with you that the first one about being errant, like it's kind of an arrogant statement right? Um, to say that, you know, because you disagree. I mean, the way I read that is because you disagree with me, you're wrong in your interpretation of the Bible. I wish he had right. one category before that that was something like different. I, I disagree with you, but I could be wrong. Right. That would be yeah. nice. Like, see, yeah. see, and I totally related to the way he said it because <laughs> that's the way I think. You know, like when it comes to eschatology, I feel exactly like that. Yeah. It's like this is an open thing. Like I, I'm not sure that I'm completely right, but I know that you're not when you think that way. <laughs> like I'm, I'm confident about yeah. that. <laughs> you had your hand up. Are you going to say something else? Or? Oh. No, I was, I was oh. admitting to something oh. gotcha. that Chad said. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's things we're confident about, but again, that's where I might go with something more like essentials and For non-essentials. Sure. Right. Um, like, I'm pretty confident that we shouldn't, like, physically in every sense, literally in every sense of the way, be observing the Sabbath. <laughs> like, I, I don't think that's something that the, that a Gentile needs to be doing. Like, I'm confident of that in Christ, that it's a whole, it's a whole other deal. But if someone, if someone was... And you wouldn't say they were wrong. I, I, I would say it, yeah, it's up to your your faith, the measure of faith that you have in that yeah. thing, and your conscience, which is exactly what Paul says in Romans right, 14 right. on things like this. Yeah, his grid doesn't give room for that. The day that you worship <laughs> yeah. and esteeming days above other days or whatever, like, I, I would look at that and go, like, that's ridiculous, Mike. It's bigger than that. It's better than that. Yeah. <laughs> right. But they have every right to do that, you know. Spiritual so. gifts, I think, is another one where you've sure. got people like sure. MacArthur that are just flat out drawing a line and saying... If you're a charismatic, you're you're wrong. Yeah, um, there there is no time when that's right. And then you've got other people that are saying, well, you know, I, it's not for me. I don't agree with it, but I could be wrong about it too. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot more hum- humility and maybe charity, yeah, charity sure. in in one view than the other. So yeah, and, I didn't. And that grid doesn't have any really charity <laughs> no, in it. <laughs> not, not much. <laughs> no. Um, have you noticed a pattern? I think you already mentioned it, David, but a pattern of people kind of jumping straight to number three or four, you're, you're either heterodox or heretical, even if they're, to me, they're almost the same thing. Uh, if you, if somebody, you know, if you don't, if I don't agree with you or if you don't agree with me, you're in those, you're in that grid. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, which means or equates to from those people don't have anything to do with them. Like don't, don't even eat with such a person. Right. Which we would do with a heretic. Right. Or, or someone that, you know, 
is in sin, unrepentant sin, obviously. But like we'd look at someone who's who's a you know um, who's a heretic, heretical, um, willingly, knowingly, and we wouldn't have anything to do with them. But it seems like people, yeah, jump to that and say like, don't have anything to do with them. Don't ever quote them. Don't ever read a book right. by them. Don't ever listen to a sermon by them. Don't ever sing a song by them. Yeah, and it's they like cancel them completely. It's like well, that's that's maybe a little far. Well, let's back it, up. Is it possible? Like, I guess maybe let's. <clears throat> how would you define heresy? Anti-Bible, anti-Gospel. Okay. Well, you got something. I would say it's a denial or rejection of key truths. Yeah, of key truths, essentials. essentials. So two two days ago we had the J Dubs. They haven't been in a while. Came to the porch, and Gaze was there, and Ty was there, and Carrie was there, and I ran to the other room. I was like, "See you guys. Have fun <laughs> with this." Like I'm always the guy that has to go to the door, and it's chicks, man. It's always chicks that come up. There's no dudes that come up. You know, not the and first so, time. So the chicks come out. So my my wife goes to the door, and Gage goes to the door, and they're doing their thing. But um, I'm kind of thinking about this, you know, as this is happening, and I'm kind of listening from the other room. Uh, these these are heretics. That's why we call them cults. It's because there are essential truths that are that God reveals about Himself and His Son and salvation that they knowingly, willingly reject. Right. right. So they're actually going against them. Um, that's heretical. That's right. a heretic. Yeah. Mormons would be the same way with key doctrinal essentials. See, and that, that would probably surprise some people, but um, in the Mormon religion, uh, until you start to ask the right questions, you don't you don't uncover right. the heresy. But at, they would they would admit if you well, the W Dubs are pretty good about that now too. They're probably better at yeah. it because I think once you get labeled a cult or a, or a heretic, it, it makes it hard to sure. You know, <laughs> um, but Mormons basically, if you ask them the question, um, "Is Jesus God?" they'll say yes. Did Jesus die on the cross for my sins? They'll say yes. But if you get to the question of, is Jesus, was he eternally God? Or was there a point when he wasn't God as created? They would say yes to that. Mm-hmm. They don't lead with that, mm-hmm. but right. we've got a different Jesus. Yeah. And so therefore we have we have heresy. Yeah, uh, And it's a big deal. It's, um, it is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because they're essentials. So right. non-essentials, and again, this is where it gets weird, is some people will look at non-essentials and go, well, that's essential to me. Or someone will look at, you know. It, vice versa. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, this is why creeds matter <laughs> and why our scriptures matter the way that they are is because it, it tells us what's essential and not. There are things that we know by, by reading what we have and holding to what we have that this, everything falls apart if this goes away <laughs> right. and everything falls yeah. apart that makes a Christian a Christian if this goes away. But there's room in there. But there's room outside of yeah. that, that box. Correct. So right. under, under the Protestant faith, you would find uh, a, a lot of disagreement on non-essentials, yeah. but you, you do have agreement on the essentials. Sure. Yes. And, and so to label somebody a heretic because they don't believe in your eschatology, right. your end times view, or your... And you I know, can think of some of the serious gift, things right? with other Protestant denominations that I think are horrible. You know, right. I, can, I can look at like the holiness doctrine of like the Methodists or the Nazarenes, you know, almost like a complete sanctification and go like, that's gnarly and that's right. super bad. But the truth is, when it comes to the essentials at the end of the day, we, we both believe the same things regarding the person and work of Christ. Yeah. And so it's, it, you can't just... They're, they're super close to her, being a heretic. Right. <laughs> they're not quite... Well, and so <laughs> they're not quite that's where we would say they're in error. <laughs> they're in error. Um, but, yeah. but, you know... Yeah. Just like Pentecostals that say, you're, you haven't been saved unless you've speaking and spoken in tongues. Yeah. Like, you're in error. Like, you're in total error making that, you know, having that doctrine, having that belief. But so what's the pro- what's the, what's the problem with just label being quick to throw out the heretic label? It's a pretty big thing to label somebody <laughs> a heretic. Like that's not a small thing. No, <laughs> um, 
you know, and I think, and we've kind of unpacked it, but I think there's a distinction between somebody who might be kind of unintentionally in error versus somebody who might intentionally be trying to pull people away from the truth. There, there's a difference there. Totally a difference. Uh, and, and probably a distinction to be had or a line you yep. know, to be drawn. Yep. Um, and there, there are people that you can point to and say, obviously, you know, they're, they're heretics. They're, they're anti-truth. Yep. Uh, they're trying to pull people away from the truth. Um, wolf, wolves in sheep's clothing, yep. you know, kind right. of things. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I think we just need to be careful when we're throwing out that label. I know for a fact in my Christian path, in the 30 years I've been a Christian, especially in my early years that I've spoken heresies. Um, (laughs) but it, but it was out of, it was out of last week. It was not too far past, uh, but it was out of complete ignorance. It wasn't this willful, like I understand this doctrine, I understand what my Bible is saying. Right. And so that would be wrong teaching. (laughs) Right. I, I, I've got a ton of wrong teaching. Sure in my past. And sometimes... We've been meaning to talk to you about that. Sometimes still, <laughs> the way that I communicate something or choose to communicate something can come off as wrong teaching. Right. Right? But a heretic knowingly is going against an established doctrine that they're aware of. Yeah, we had, like yeah. we had somebody change a song lyric a couple of weeks ago, and it was accidental heresy. Yeah. Uh, they said, you know, God, the all-created crea- one, yeah. instead of the all-creating one. Yeah. Well, it's like... One of those things is yeah, right. That's a that's heretical a statement. <laughs> one of those things is That's even blasphemy. Yeah. But there was no ill intent. It was yeah, no honest, honest, honest mistake. It was, it was complete yeah. honest mistake. But I've done the so same thing. So we're not going to cancel that person, yeah, right? I, I've changed my views on a lot of things. Yeah. You know, and, and to label something as heresy when it's really just a disagreement or yeah. or maybe there's some room to see this. Like harsh. infant baptism. There's a lot of things that are, we, we would part, you know, we would see things differently, but we, yeah. wouldn't, we wouldn't separate from each other as far as Christian brothers. Um, I think of a guy that I, I follow on Twitter, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't want you to follow him. <laughs> but like they call him the Internet Pastor, and mm. he's a guy that has like totally deconstructed you know his faith uh, mm. over time, and has completely bought into you know cultural narratives. Um, and, and he's a guy that like every time I read his feed, uh, I just think this guy's a heretic. Um, you know, he, and I've kind of watched, you know, over several years of following him, watched his deconstruction. And several years ago, I wouldn't say he was a heretic. I would say he was a guy that was, you know, maybe searching, sure. uh, maybe had compassion for the marginalized people in society, and, and his heart went out to him. And, and there was at least a kind of a respectability, you know, to that. But but I've seen him deconstruct completely to where now he still says that he's a Christian. He still says that he's a pastor, uh, but regularly puts things out that are anti-Christian, right. mm-hmm. uh, anti-Bible, anti-gospel. Um, and is pulling people, and he's, and he's amassing this huge following over time, yeah. and, like, the guy has a voice on the Internet. Yeah, and, it, and, and, and there's a point a where, you, where, where you, that you come to where it's like, stop calling yourself a Christian. Right. Because you're not even holding the right. things you're that are Christian. You're neither Christian or, or pastor. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the past, how would the church have handled something like that? They'd the, kill the, them. the universal church. <laughs> okay, further back. That's okay. the distant past. Uh, they, would, like they, would make, they would make... They, they would they would make floated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he float? They would make that person known to the rest of the congregation because at that at that point they've become dangerous. They're a threat or or a danger to the church because of their bad teaching, and then they would put them outside of the church. Yeah, I mean we have yeah. we have like a, a ca- councils uh, that that would happen in the early church. Uh, Council of Nicaea around 325 A.D., where a guy named Arian came in and started to question the deity of Christ. The church convened, uh, and and it was a it was like a representation of the entire universal church to some degree that came against this this teaching and labeled it as heresy. Um, 
that's kind of a you know what's there, that's a safe way to well a lot of to, a lot of people do don't this. know this but like this is how we've gotten our creeds and there's a lot of creeds that we have sprinkled throughout church history and right. pretty much every one of them was a result of somebody standing up at some point in the midst of the church and holding to something that was questionable as far as its biblical validity right so they would get together and they would make statements of what we believe right. according to what the scriptures say the first creed ever i think the earliest creed Apostles. is paul's in first corinthians oh. 15 right like like i'm going to remind you of that which i first delivered to you like of utmost importance that that christ died according to the scriptures that he was buried that he rose according to the scriptures on the third day that's a creed it's like a, a set of like mm -hmm. um very accessible and clear statements yeah. of of non-negotiable faith like, yeah. like like this is this is why we're here this is everything stands or falls on this right yeah, yeah. and so other creeds that came about throughout history were, were basically that they would just go and make biblical statements boom 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 like punch lists because there was always someone popping up and going i don't really believe that or i don't really agree with that and they just were trying to cut it off at the head like make sure this thing doesn't spread yeah but there was a consensus as well which is important no this it wasn't, wasn't one dude against one dude it was right. a but, council. but how do we do it today <laughs> uh we just cancel people <laughs> we cancel people no yeah, we're we christians do. are the best <laughs> at cancel culture yeah. like we it, i was thinking about this as i'm looking at this like we are so good we sit there and bag on everybody else for cancel culture and we're the worst at it right we, we inside drive the church it. when we find someone who doesn't quite think like we do in an area you know yeah. what i mean or has has uh, made a mistake you know it's like yeah you're done you're off the list it's well, so and, bad and you can have one guy with a youtube channel that that can literally take somebody down yeah. Uh, there's no consensus. There's no church gathering. There's no meeting of, you know, it, it's it's literally just a dude with a YouTube channel and a voice can can wipe out somebody's character. Yeah. Well, because know? of undiscerning yeah. followers. Sure. Observers. Well, this guy that I was talking about, that that's him. I mean, he doesn't have a YouTube channel, but he's got a Twitter account and uh, a bunch of undiscerning followers yep. that, that buy into, you know, what he's peddling. Totally. Yeah. Um, you know, watch bloggers has been you know kind of a big thing in, in recent years. They they call them, and so you know people that um, you know may have YouTube channels, may have blogs, channels on the internet where they're just blasting churches and pastors uh, for every every little thing. Yeah, and and it's kind of a sad it's a sad time in our world that that maybe I don't want to say if that, that that's needed, but just that, that there are pastors that do things that deserve being blasted. <laughs> sure, know, that, that's a it's a sad indictment. Um, but you have people who kind of think it's it's their mission uh, to expose these things and to put people on watch and to blast them and, and basically to, to cancel them. Sure. Um, you know, I follow a few watch bloggers just because I'm curious as to what they're putting out there, and, and they, they have access to grind. Yeah. And so they're just looking for things to blast, yeah. and that's not helpful. So you've got un uncharitable people in ways um, that are putting this stuff out there, but then you've yeah. got you've got a bunch of followers. Right. Who are who are just, just content to to hear these people and then like lock it in, so like and before yeah. like YouTube and the internet, there was always the pulpit where this would happen, right? I remember in my Calvary Chapel days hearing one sermon in particular where the pastor who I really enjoyed, I still like have respect for the guy, but he blasted John Calvin and gave a history of Calvin and his character that he would just kill people who didn't believe his Calvinism. And I remember for years 
going, John Calvin's a heretic. I would tell yeah. everybody, like, he's the worst Christian that's ever lived, and I would just run around blasting Cal. Well, I never looked at sources. Yeah. I never went beyond what this dude, like, fed me. I just ate it up. And so I was, like, non I didn't go to the source. I was very just right. undiscerning. And because of that, I bore false witness for years, just like he did from the pulpit about this guy. <laughs> and none of it was true. And so we need to... We need to <clears throat> We need to be careful taking people's word for things. Yeah, agreed. Now that we do have the internet and we do have YouTube, you can you can a lot of times find source material <laughs> that is very helpful. Like I've been doing this with Chan because I'm curious. You know, he's been the big thing. Like Charles or uh, uh, Francis Chan has gone off the deep end. He he's ecumenical. He goes and he does these things with Catholics, and it it looks bad. But I want to see what he says about what he's doing. Right. And guess what? I can go find it. I found many interviews that are recent about people asking about, about what he's doing, and it has greatly helped me in my judgment towards what's going on with him. The, the opposite is also true, though, that you can find whatever you want to fit your narrative. Well, that's so, why so going— you got to be careful where, where you're sourcing— That's why going to the source is good. I want to see yeah. Chan asked the questions. Right. You can't do that with Calvin, obviously. Right. Obviously, you can read his stuff. Right, and you can read the history surrounding. But yeah, so yeah, we can all find what we want to. Yeah, going to the source means like if you can find the actual person yeah. talking about that thing is helpful. I, yes. I think there's uh, there's people that are um, literally well-meaning in, in this regard. They're they're, yeah, they're trying. Sure. They want truth. They want holiness in the church. They we're want, trying to be Bereans. You know, yeah. yeah that, there there is that. There's also a real spirit of divisiveness and kind of these mean-spirited people that are just. They want to call out everything and right. everyone. There was a, a website called Pulpit and Pen. I don't know if you guys ever. Yeah, I remember It was that. just a mean spirited website, and they called out everybody. It didn't matter who you were. Yeah, it's just like you know they, they were, were the equal opportunity. They were the offenders. authorities <laughs> on 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 who was good and who was bad, and it was obnoxious. It yeah. was pretty bad. Um, but then you know, I can't remember what I was going to say from there. But that's the else. that's the problem but, yeah. is when we have so many self appointed hall monitors, yeah. which is how we usually refer to them. These Christians that you know, are, are, are crusading, you know, to keep everything pure. That's, that's kind of what they think they're doing, but it's all, it's actually just a self-righteous, uncharitable, like disposition that they end up taking on because really you can find, you can find problems in everything and everybody when you put yourself in that position. Right. So it's just like, all right. I think of a, of a quote from a pastor, um, who, Maybe we wouldn't quote anymore, but um, you know, he said something once that it's a shameful thing to come against the thing that Christ loves the most. Yeah, you know, Christ died for the church, and you know, there, there's there's a way to call out things in the church in a loving way towards the church and to see restoration happen in the church. And there's a way to call out things in the church that's mean and uncharitable and divisive, and and, and we just need to be really careful about that. Well, and that's why I would say even even like Chan is somebody that you just mentioned. Um, when when you go to look into this guy, are you going in hopeful? Are you going in like looking at, at his life and his character yeah. and what you've seen to be true and coming in with a hopeful attitude, you know, uh, maybe giving him the benefit of the doubt based yeah. on what you've known about him? Right. Or are you coming in, you know, are you coming in hot with this? And that's what, it seems like there's people that are just more that way all yeah. the time. I wrote, right. I wrote like four things just that came to mind, like kind of like, hey, when you're, before you go to like critique somebody or blast somebody, like, here's four, th- here's, here's four ways to approach it. And that was number three. It's like, be, be objective rather than, you know, immediately like yeah. suspect, right? right? Like, give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, do your research. Be, be patient. Like, we don't, we don't want to see people, you know, be ostracized from the church or fall from grace or go backwards. 
I, I hope not. Yeah. I hope we want to see people go forward. And in that, we want to be hopeful that something else is going on other than what my head is immediately telling me. Right. Yep. And so, yeah, let's, you know, I mean, we innocent also, until proven guilty. Yeah. And we also don't want to be guilty of <laughs> That's idol- a novel concept. Yeah. <laughs> we also don't want to be guilty of idolatry where we, we hold these people that we esteem right. totally. so high that where they can do no wrong. They can do no wrong. Well, that doubt. happens too. Because we have you to know. be willing to, you know, if, if everything adds up and, and you know, no doubt. It, it looks bad at some point you have to admit that it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I think there's some famous people that we could all think of that still have quite a following that, yeah. Like we're kind of surprised that, that people aren't more discerning than yeah. to follow, you know, some of these people. No doubt. Yeah. Um, the thing I was going to say earlier is in regards to these, these YouTube kind of people that are these warriors that are out there just taking everybody down. We also have to remember there's money to be made. There's fame sure. to be had. And, and you can really make a lot of money and gain a lot of fame right. by doing this. And, and I, I think we forget that sometimes, you know, oh, these guys are just arbiters for the truth or whatever. And it's right. like, no, they might just be, they found a way to line their, their pockets <laughs> with, with your money. And, and, uh, yeah, I think we would call those charlatans. Yeah. Well, not, I mean, yeah, <laughs> something, something along yeah. those lines, but, but if, if you see no Christ in, in their, in their behavior and their attitude, and you only see this kind of spirit of division, um, I don't know, be a little eerie. Then they're good yeah. at what they do. Right. It sounds like you have more than more things. Or I was going to ask what you guys, uh, you know, how you determine what to believe, who to listen to, you know, how to um, kind of discern what's good, what's bad out there. Um, well, my, number one was um, don't be quick to cancel someone. Like this is number one. We talked about this a few weeks ago with um, Asbury, right? Like what is this? Everyone was going crazy on what, how to interpret this thing going on at this college. And it's like how about if we just – like, wait and watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, why do we think that we're going to get an award if we're, like, first out of the gate with a judgment? Like, yeah. let's wait and see the fruits that follow and see if maybe God's in this or not. You know, like, why, why? we don't have to say something right away. So that was kind of my first one is don't, don't be quick to cancel someone. Um, and, that, and that, of course, is for me from experience. Right. You know, I, right. I hear things sometimes, and if it really rubs me wrong, depending on what that thing is that I heard that that person did, I'll, I'll cancel them on the spot, even if I have no source on it or, you know what I mean? It's just like, so, yeah, just be patient. Relax. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we have an objective standard to measure things by uh, in the Word of God. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and granted, you know, we, there's an interpretive aspect where we need to figure out what the Word of God is saying to us. Um, but even in that, like we can have charity towards people that disagree with us or don't think the way that we think. Yeah. Um, but, but we can take anything that anybody says or does, um, you know, especially famous pastors with followings and and measure it against the word. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I I would say you always have to be mindful that you can take any one of our, you know, snippets from a Sunday morning, a, a, a quote pulled out of context and probably make us look pretty wrong or foolish or sometimes we do it on our own you know we just say the wrong thing but i mean it's it's not hard to do if if that's your goal um to tear somebody down or to make them look stupid or foolish i saw that very thing a few weeks ago somebody was uh, bagging on macarthur uh, based on a quote and the quote by itself sounded pretty misogynistic Um, but then somebody else posted the transcript of the rest of the sermon and kind of looking at it in context still something that i I may not fully get behind but it definitely didn't appear the way yeah. that it did just with that snippet yeah. by itself. Yeah, Paul Harvey's right, right? Now you, now you have the rest right, of the, the story. Rest the rest of the story, story really helps us <laughs> yeah. quite yeah. quite a bit. Well, we and that's, that. I think, we have a responsibility before you're going to label somebody or, or defame their character. That's to, what I mean about researching. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do your due yeah. diligence. Do your due yeah. diligence. Um, yeah. One of the things I find really helpful in this regard is if you're looking at a source and, and you've never heard of these people, 
and you're not seeing anybody else endorsing them or, you know, like when you do it, when you have books right. for sale, you, you'll send me, we, we send yeah. books back and forth to look at. I'll often look at so who's look endorsed. inside the flap. And yeah. See. Who's yeah. endorsed this book. And if it's, uh, you know, a bunch of names I've never heard of in my life, uh, that kind of gives me pause. Right. If, if it's people that I just respect right down the line, okay, this might be, you yeah, know. I'll roll I'm, the dice on this. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's some, you know, we have some tried and true people out there, especially when you, when they're kind of across, you know, the whole Christian yeah. world, you know, that you've got, you've got people from each kind of camp. That's. that's that's helpful. It's That's super key, helpful, in my opinion. Yeah, because yeah. you, you got a bunch of dudes that are in one camp that have their own set of biases and right and stuff. They could be safe. Yeah, but like they're short sighted too. But yeah. if you've so got it's a, really yeah, nice, a solid see, Presbyterian, yes. a solid yes. Lutheran, a, a Baptist, yes. and they're all coming together. That's helpful. Not only to endorse something, but sometimes also to to maybe point out something that's going wrong in the church sure. or with a teacher. Uh, when you when you see kind of a pretty broad agreement. Um, I think that's part of what we go back to the confessions yeah. and the creeds and stuff in the church is there was broad agreement. Yeah. Um, but when you've got, you know, the source of just somebody that, who are they? You know, just because you can put together a, a video right. doesn't mean that you are correct or know what you're talking but, about. Right. <clears throat> they could be a nobody. Sure. And they could love their Bibles really well and even be more faithful to it than someone who has a name. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's all about us doing our due diligence and, yeah. yeah. No, that's just a helpful thing. Isn't I remember it? one time, maybe five or six years ago, sitting with a group of guys, and we were going through a particular book. I can't remember, can't remember what book it is right now, but the discussion came up about this this other author that had a differing view than the book that we were going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had happened to have read the other book. And I remember the guys being shocked that I read a book that they didn't agree with. And, and it just led to this discussion. Like, I, I read lots of books that I don't... Totally. Going into it, I know totally. I'm probably not going to agree with this, yep. but I'm doing it to learn and to be educated. Not necessarily always to be swayed, but but I want to know what people that totally. disagree with me. I'm interested in what they have to say, and I'm interested in hearing the other side of, of arguments. And yeah. this group of guys, were just like, they just couldn't believe that, you know, I'd even read something knowing that I was going to disagree with it going in. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's kind right. of cancel stuff right there that's yeah. unnecessary. Like, yeah. I, I know why they're doing it, but it's not necessarily wise like like the way that we gain wisdom is by actually seeing for ourselves and knowing the difference of what's out there and why it's different right i'll do the same thing i'll jump on a sermon sometimes from dudes i would probably never go to their church or listen to sure and because i want to know what's there and i want to see what what god's doing there even if it looks different right you know than i think it should so yeah so if you guys had kind of a word of caution for people that are uh, maybe um prone to this kind of thing where they you know, hear about a certain teacher or, you know, musician or whatever it is. And, um, and, and they want to kind of label them as, as maybe dangerous. Um, how would you, how would you caution them? Well, I, I mean, to me, it comes down to like, pull the plank out of your eye, like first. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Because what you're doing is, is you're being ultra critical with other people on being less than godly in some way, right? Doing something wrong. Yeah. While you, by your very disposition towards it, like act like your self-righteousness and stuff. That's good. Um, your uncharitability in your disposition is probably more sinful and ungodly than whatever they're doing. So to me, like I do, I do believe that's what Christ is saying. You know, when he says like, um, take the plank out of your own eye so that you may, um, rightly see, right? So it's not like, don't make a judgment, but it's like, make sure that you're not committing something (laughs) to find, you know, other, other people committing things, you know, 
or yeah. by doing that, I guess I said right. that wrong. You guys know what I mean. Yeah. So like, I, I like humility, humility has got to be king with this because we are called to be fruit inspectors. We are called to have our eyes open, to be aware the enemy's cunning church is always being attacked. There's always, you know, bad stuff, you know, poison polluting the water hole. Right. So we need to be aware. We need to have our eyes open, but we have, if we have to have humility as we, as we walk in that, right. Um, Cause once it changes to pride and arrogance, like then we're the ones who should be canceled. Right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, okay. and, and I think realizing the difference between you know kind of primary and secondary issues, you know, we we, we don't budge on you know issues of salvation, um, you know that those are those are non-negotiables, um, and if someone comes against those, you know, that's where the label heretic might might be thrown out. Mm-hmm. But if we're disagreeing on you know, I, I don't like the word non-essentials because I think it's all essential, <laughs> sure, uh, you know, in one way or another. But kind of secondary. Uh, issues, um, you know, we can have charitable disagreement and we can say, okay, I have this strong conviction, you have a different conviction, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to cancel the other person or come against the other person or call them out, um, you know, just because their conviction differs mm-hmm. from ours. Yeah, I mean, we go to we go to some, and we have in the past, go to some ministerial <coughs> gatherings, you know, some networks of different pastors in the area, you know, and some of them, it's like, I wouldn't be caught dead, like in their church services doing what they do. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't get it. I don't agree with it, but like there is a common love. Like you look around that room when you're sitting there and it's like, we're we're family, like we're going to spend eternity together. Right. And so having, having, I think just the right perspective as we move through non-essentials or whatever we want to call it, um, less essentials or or whatever (laughs) is the, the reality is like we're brothers and sisters in Christ. If the essentials are in place, you know what I mean? And therefore I can be charitable. I can be loving. I can be patient. I can be kind. Um, I do. I do think when something is is essential, though, in the faith, and it's and it's being attacked clearly, um, that yeah, you you uh, just get out the big gun right. and, and pull. You know what I mean? So, but I would say make sure that it's a biblical essential and not a, no, 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 not not a, not a personal. That's what essential. I mean. Sure. That's because what I mean is a biblical. Essential. But but I see this a lot where people are saying, oh, th- you know, this person has embraced whatever it is. Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's a political ideology yeah. or something like that. And they're yeah. saying they're, they're a heretic. Yeah. It's like, no, they just, they just might vote different than you yeah. or, yep. or, or come to a different conclusion about some of these yep. things than you. Um, but again, that's not the same thing as, you know, not at all. Yeah. Being a heretic. I, I listened to a clip yesterday in my Twitter feed from uh, a pastor, well-known pastor that I have immense respect for, um, who came out basically for Christian nationalism. And I was, I was pretty shocked by it, mm. honestly. And, and listen, it was just a, like a two or three minute clip, kind of giving a brief, you know, argument for it. Hmm. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I disagree with it, but I'm not gonna cancel the guy. I'm still gonna read his books and still yeah. listen to his sermons, right. even though this one thing, um, you know, I, I totally disagree with him. On. You're still gonna be able to learn from him, Chad. Absolutely. Are you sure? Yeah, mm. pr- pretty sure. <laughs> uh, the other thing I would encourage people, cautionary wise, would be before you come to a conclusion. You've already talked about this about doing your research, but. Have you ever listened to their sermons? Have you ever read, read one right, of their yep. books? Exactly. Have you ever actually found out, you know, because a lot of the people that I hear, the names that get popped up a lot, these guys are sold out for, for Christ yeah. and for the gospel. And, and I've never heard anything in their, in their teaching that is anti-gospel, that, that, that moves against the, you know, far the from heretical. Yeah. No. And again, they might have different political ideologies and, and a different idea about, you know, the direction the world's going or whatever. But, um, you know, at least before you make a statement, do your do your homework yep, and, yeah. and really figure out who this person is. And you may at the end of the day, you you may decide. You know what? I don't agree with this person. And and I, you know maybe not a heretic, but like you just said, yeah, I wouldn't agree. But that's okay. But um, yeah, don't be too quick to throw that label out there. Yeah. Well, there's kind of this fad that, that I've seen you know over over the years where somebody will say 
okay, here's, you know, Pastor A, you know, spoke at this conference, uh, who then shared a stage down here with yeah. this other guy at this conference, and then, then yeah. you know, Pastor B was connected somehow yeah. to Pastor C, and so because Pastor A is bad, therefore Pastor yeah. C is also bad. And this really <laughs> bad guy was yeah. in town, just happened to be in town at the same time right. as the pastor's conference, and so something's going on there. Right. You know, no, um, we get, like, nuts with this, though. Yeah. And that doesn't, and I think of like, you know, Chan one time talked about, like he spoke at an NAR conference, you know, a group that we would definitely not affirm. And, and, you know, someone asked him why, and he spoke to it. And he's like, I had an opportunity to preach the gospel to people that needed to hear it. So that he's, it wasn't that he was endorsing what they were doing. I mean, I get how it looked, you know, that he shared a stage there. But after hearing why he did it, it's like, okay, I can get behind that. It's the same thing he said about the the Catholic ones. Because I started worrying, like, when he went to a couple of these, you know, it was like, okay, like, homie's going, like, going straight Catholic, right? And uh, I saw an interview on it where someone just straight up asked him, and he, that's exactly what he said. Is he said, these guys asked me the first time to come and to just share with their people on whatever I wanted. And he said, it would have been stupid for me. Yeah. I, got to come yeah. and, I got to come and share the gospel with these guys, maybe in a way that they've never heard it. It would right. have been dumb for me to go, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm not going to talk yeah. about God with you. I'm not going to give you the gospel. Like, how bad would that right. be? And a lot and, of people just looked at that and said, oh, he's bad because he's bad. he made an appearance there. Yep. Yep. No, the dude is still yeah. very much growing in this faith. And well, and, and he's a guy, I know this will, we could catch heat for this even. No, we, I, I but, feel like we will probably. But when I look at this guy's life and, and the, the, just the godly character and the way he's left behind the money yep. and the fame, um, and, and he just seems to be sold out for Christ, he's all in. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, be careful before you label this guy something. You know, again, if teaching comes out that's, yep. that's contrary to Scripture, totally. contrary totally. To, to orthodoxy. That'll tell us what we need to know. Th- then, we, you know, yeah. we have to be honest about yeah. that. But I, I did fully haven't seen it yet. It's all been speculation. This right? is the same thing that, that Jesus did, right? And people called him on it. Like, he, he was constantly seen with a group of people that someone like him was not supposed to be seen with and they canceled him right and we just have to be careful like there's other reasons than just agreeing fully with somebody um by partnering them with them on some level like there's other valid reasons so just make sure you find them like like right get the real reason you know there are plenty of pastors and ministries out there that i would say I, I'm not on board with everything that they put out, but there are lots of things that are helpful and things that I can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not an either or, like fully bought in or fully canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a quote you guys have heard before. It says, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, in all things, charity. I think I, I like the spirit of that, that yeah. quote, you know. Um, when it comes to the essentials, we have to be able to unify around what those are. Right. Um, it's important, you know. If those aren't there, we can't have unity. Uh, but... When it comes to the other stuff, charity is what's missing most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And Christians should be the most charitable people yeah. in existence. Yeah. And oftentimes we're not. Yeah. Um, I would say we're all uh, open to being corrected. We're all open to learning, totally. you know, uh, the truth about what's going on in, in the church and with teachers that we, we listen to and endorse and quote even. So we want to be above reproach as leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we have, we have a responsibility there to the church. Um, so we would, again, welcome that. But we would also just remind you to, you know, do your homework as well. Be, be you know, um, be honoring to God in the way that you go about this as well. Uh, because it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe the last thing I would say too is like be really careful that your allegiance is with Christ and not a team. Sure. Because I think that's good. This is so much what denominations do. Um, there's tribalism <laughs> yeah. within 
the Christian community yeah. where we, we pick our tribe and we have our tribe. And within that tribe, there's a certain kind of thinking on things and there's certain guys that we follow. Right. Um, and we put the jersey on and uh, we almost look like a European football match, you know, where riots can, <laughs> can go off between. It's like, t- like, forget the jersey. Like right is right. Wrong is wrong. Like have your allegiance be to what, what Christ has shown us in the word mm-hmm. rather than um, to your tribe. Um, and that's part of the reason I think we talked about it last week that I love that we're non-denominational because we're, we're not restricted by a tribe. Like we, we can freely grow in our faith without being tossed. And I, yeah. I feel like as Christians, we just need to be careful that, hey, hey, what's, what's Jesus say? What is God showing me? Even if these people are going to think poorly of me for going this direction, yeah. or thinking this direction, like be, be objective in your, in your learning. Okay. We see that in, in our politics as totally well. Totally do. <clears throat> Just by and large, you know, I think the world is losing its ability to critically and they objectively totally are. think. They totally are. Um, you know, we, we just buy into our tribe and put on yes. put on the jersey, and then, you know, whoever's you know, leading the team can it's, do no it's wrong. It's right no matter what, yeah. and everything else is wrong no matter what. Yeah. 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 Or, or at least we look at, okay, this is a means to an end. Like, yep. I, can, I can put up with some stuff because it's going to get us where, you know, I think we need to go. Um, and, yeah, we just – we lose – Objective, uh, objectivity and, and our ability to critically totally. think about things. Totally. It's good. Don't be a heretic. Don't do right. it. Don't do it. <laughs> Just going to hate it. <laughs> you said accidental heresy earlier. Like, I think that's a great band name. I think so, too. I don't yeah. know if someone's got it or not. But what genre? Cool band name. I don't know. I have to think about that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good name. Not, not country. That wouldn't be Metal a good country band grunge? Name. Maybe. <laughs> well, you yeah. guys ponder that. No. I'm going to go and go Not to a bed. jazz band. Yeah. That would be a good I'm jazz band. Take some Michael while you guys think about that. Yeah. Why don't you guys pray so I can leave? <laughs> Lord God, thank you that you've given us everything uh, that we need in your word for life and for godliness. Uh, help us to be um, focused in uh, on that. Help us to be discerning and wise. As, and as we're being discerning and wise, um, fill us with f- a full measure of compassion. Uh, that, that that would never be erased or lost or go away uh, as we navigate uh, right theology. Um, and so, yeah, we, we thank you for preserving your word and for opening our eyes to it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Get well, Brent. Thank you. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.